Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. Travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. Nice to have you in the house this weekend. Hope you're getting a little bit of spring weather. I'm here in Minnesota on a mid-March weekend, and we're all flabbergasted. It's supposed to hit 61 uh, both days this weekend. We'll see. I hope you survive the solar storms without losing all the memory on your computer this week. And it's less than a week before you can buy your new iPad. In just a few moments, Jason Harris, our tech guru from techcraver.com, is going to join us and let us know if that new iPad might be of more use to a traveler than the original iPad or the iPad 2. If this is the first time you've heard the show, it's nice to have you aboard. I'm a travel journalist. You should know that. And this show is dedicated to saving you money while traveling and also dedicated to encouraging you to travel. Tell you a little about me. I'm a contributing editor with National Geographic Traveler. I host and produce more than 80 television shows on the world's great destinations for public television. You may see them called Rudy Max's World on your local PBS station. Travel Channel International also broadcasts those shows in 121 countries overseas in 22 different languages. So if you're traveling abroad, you might catch my mug on TV there as well. You know, I'd like to say there are lots of ways to travel that don't necessarily involve trains or planes or automobiles. For example, last week we talked with a Wall Street Journal reporter who'd written an article about folks who are trying to perfect recipes that remind them of their childhood. Seems to me that's sort of a version of time travel, don't you? Uh, this week we'll hear from a man who suffered a terrible accident and thought he'd never run or jog again. Wait until you hear what he does now and why he thinks it brings him closer to the places he visits. Then we'll check in again with Jason Harris later in the hour to learn about the South by Southwest event that's just kicking off in Austin, Texas. We'll have a couple of deals of the week as well. But first, just a quick, uh, couple of quick news items. The media reported last weekend's merger of United Airlines and Continental Airlines' computer system went fairly smoothly. But don't try telling that to thousands, and I mean thousands of passengers who were put on hold for hours and hours and hours when they called the airline, that would be the new United, or the thousands of passengers, tens of thousands, who were delayed, and I mean really delayed, while traveling on the new United. Saturday of last weekend, only 29% of flights out of Washington Dulles departed on time. And 45% of on-time arrivals uh, is all they could manage as well, according to FlightStats.com. At United's Chicago hub, the numbers were equally dismal. Three out of every four flights left more than 15 minutes late, and less than half, 44%, landed on time. Shame on United management, wrote Joe Brancatelli of JoeSentMe.com, and shame on the general media for swallowing United's statements that the problems were minor, minor, minor. Now, a flight is considered late, according to the FAA, if it pushes away from the gate or arrives at a gate 15 minutes behind schedule. United decided for its purposes, late would mean 30 minutes behind schedule. So they said, oh, yeah, there weren't that many late flights. Well, that's because they changed the definition of the word late. Passengers only delayed 30 minutes. Well, they were the lucky ones. Things looked up a bit last Sunday, but on Thursday of this week, I was still unable to choose a seat online for an upcoming United flight, so problems are clearly lingering with the merging of the United and uh, Continental computer system. Well, you already know that the Harry Potter exhibit at Universal Studios in Florida is up and running and very popular. Fans of the book will have another destination at the end of this month when the Harry Potter movie studio will open just north of London. It's going to offer a three-hour tour during which visitors will see a model of Hogwarts Castle, Hogwarts Castle, excuse me, among other things. You'll also be able to visit the Ministry of 
Magic and uh, Hagrid's Hut and several other sets. Props and costumes will also be on display. The tour is called Warner Brothers, The Making of Harry Potter. It opens March 31st. I've put a link on my Facebook page, Rudy Maxa TV Show, to the attraction. So if you're a Harry Potter fan, go to Facebook, type in Rudy Maxa-TV Show, and uh, you'll find a link to the new uh, ride. Um, or the new, excuse me, excuse me, that's not a ride. It's a uh, exhibit at Universal at, uh, at the studios where the movies were largely filmed. Well, sound the trumpets. There was the usual media frenzy this week on Wednesday when Apple announced its new version of the iPad. Yes, it's got a sharper screen and faster speed. But is it of greater use to a traveler? Jason Harris writes the Tech Craver, that's C-R-A-V-E-R, excuse me, C-R-A-V-E-R, Tech Craver blog. He's got some thoughts on that. Hi, Jason. How are you? Hey, good morning, Rudy. Good morning. Okay, is is the new iPad, as they're calling it, I don't know why, why they didn't call it iPad 3, the new iPad, I, uh, first let's just run real fast over the benefits, if you don't mind, or the improvements uh, or the upgrades from previous versions. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, Apple CEO Tim Cook started the presentation by calling it calling this era that we have now the post PC era, meaning most uh, most people in, in America and worldwide don't need a computer in his estimation. He thinks the iPad in its new iteration is, is just that good. So running running down the updates on on what you know what's what's new about the iPad 3. It has a higher resolution screen. Anyone who has an iPad 4 will be familiar with the Retina screen. If you look, if you compare this versus the original iPad, or if you look at the original iPhone compared to, you know, the brand new iPhone, you'll see that the retina screen is super sharp. That's because they pack in more pixels, and so it's, a, it's higher resolution. Uh, it has a better camera. The, the camera is a 5-megapixel camera now on, on the back. It has C, uh, Siri voice uh, dictation. So now, rather than having to type, you can actually just speak to it, and it'll dictate that and put that text in either in an email or however you want to. And then it also has LTE broadband, which is the, the Ford four fourth-generation networks, the 4G you're seeing from AT&T, and then a, a larger battery and a better processor. It's a little bit thicker and a little bit heavier than the iPad 2 to accommodate that big battery. Okay, we have about three and a half minutes left, so run real fast what the applicability is to travelers. Okay, so the, that screen is beautiful. It's great for, for viewing web content. The, the camera is, is, because it's now 5 megapixels, they can take really good photos, and you can shoot 1080p video. Uh, the LTE means that you're going to be able to access the web really, really fast on it. And that Siri voice dictation, I know that if I'm typing an email on my iPad, I'm, I, I'm going to love the fact that I can speak to it rather than, uh, rather than having to type it in. And, uh, and one thing is with that larger battery, travelers are going to love the fact that they're still going to get 10 hours out of their iPad. So for a traveler, you can take sharper pictures. It also, I, I believe, had some kind of image stabilization built in. But how many people actually use an iPad to take photographs? I mean, it's like holding up a frying pan, you know, to take a picture. It is. It's not the most practical thing, but it's a nice thing where if you're on the beach and you're with your family and they're doing something cute, you can you can take a nice image now on your iPad. Okay. So it's 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 more for spur of the moment than I would say. You're not going to carry it and use it as your primary camera. How do you briefly? Uh, you, where you, I know you've recommended the iPad over other Android tablets. Are you still holding that point of view? I, I am. There's the Kindle Fire, which is you know two hundred dollars. So that's great if you want a budget tablet. But the other Android tablets, they just don't measure up to the iPad. It's it, you know the iPad has a great screen. It has now twenty thousand apps that you can download for it. It's fast. It's easy to use. It's it's still the tablet of choice for everyone that that I'm asked or that's asking me, and that includes friends and family that I that I you know. Give give them give my best advice to. We have 15 seconds left. I know you you suggest skipping the uh, LTE iPad and getting a 32 gigabyte model. Why is that? Is that so you can hold for more movies? 
with more movies and with those videos you're going to take, you want to have lots of space to hold those. Okay. And the reason I said skip the LTE, the reason I said skip the LTE is you, you're better off getting um, a hotspot like a MiFi or the AT&T Elevate, which is which I'm really enjoying right now. That way you don't have to pay for it. You can use the uh, or you don't have to have it just on your iPad. You can use it with as many devices as you want. In fact, your iPhone can have a hotspot for 20 bucks a month uh, on AT&T anyway. Yep, that's true, and that's actually one one new thing about the new iPad is it can be a hotspot as well. All right, Jason Harris will be back later this hour to talk about South by Southwest. Stick around. We'll be right back here in Rudy Max's World. Thank you, Jason. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. What would you do if you got seriously sick or injured on a trip? Medical evacuation can cost more than twenty-five, fifty, or even $100,000, and it's rarely covered by major medical insurance, especially not Medicare. An on-call international membership protects your health and your wallet with services including evacuation to your hospital of choice. Annual membership starts at just $225 and covers trips nearby or abroad. For more info, call 800-575-5014 or visit oncallinternational.com or rudymaxa.com under sponsors. Quietus contains homeopathic ingredients traditionally used to provide relief. Can you hear that sound? That ringing. That hissing. I can't get to sleep with it. I can't concentrate. I hear it constantly. Everywhere I go, it doesn't go away. It drives me nuts. It's tinnitus. A constant ringing in your ear caused by loud machines. Loud music. Ah, finally. Quietus. I love Quietus. I, I couldn't believe it. No more ringing in the ears. No more hissing sound. Quiet relief so I can work. No more ringing. No more loud fans. And I sleep like a baby. If you're suffering from tinnitus, I urge you to try Quietus. After trying Quietus, the ringing stopped and I felt like I got my life back. Quietus is real, my friend. Quietus has changed my life. Call right now for your risk-free trial of Quietus at 1-800-713-3379. That's 1-800-713-3379. Stop the ringing now. 1-800-713-3379. That's 1-800-713-3379. My wife's monthly trip to the beauty salon was really adding up. I mean, between dyeing her roots and trimming the dead ends, we were going dead broke. So to save some money, I'm cutting it for her while she sleeps. Shh, no, 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 don't wake up yet. Go to sleep, go to sleep. You're almost gorgeous. Oh, she is going to love this. There's an easier way to save. Get online. Go to Geico.com. Get a quote. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. Oh, it's about 18 minutes after the hour, and this portion of Rudy Maxa's World is bought, brought to you by our dear friends at On Call International. We all know what happens when you travel. Sometimes things go wrong, and if and when it does, you can protect yourself with a reasonably priced annual membership from On Call International. They provide the best assistance you'll need during an unforeseen medical or travel emergency, even a situation like social or political unrest and more. From unexpected illnesses to life-threatening accidents, delayed luggage or legal woes, on Call International gives you the help you need to return home or get back to enjoying your trip. Listen, don't let don't let your kid or if you're a 
Spring Breaker. Don't go without your on-call international coverage, by the way. You can find more information at oncallinternational.com or go to rudymaxa.com. Scroll down that homepage that you'll be on, and you'll see a link directly to oncallinternational.com. So I'd like you to meet Jimmy Strongheart. He's a Vietnam vet. He's a Native American. Where did you grow up, Jimmy, before I go a little further? Well, actually, my father was in a service, and uh, I was born in Japan on an Army base. You know, and that's where I, that's where it all started. But uh, I'm uh, originally from uh, Montana, from Browning. Uh, that's where my mother comes from, you know, so. Okay. And so, Jimmy, yep. uh, the way I understand it, and I'll let him correct me if I'm wrong, but Jimmy Strongheart always had a vision of where he wanted to live. It was something about, a, it was sort of a green, mist-shrouded land in his imagination. And then he went to an Irish fair in Milwaukee, an Irish fair. I did, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you saw something on the video screen. What did you see, Jimmy? And what did you do after you saw it? Well, I uh, I just basically just saw a uh, the beauty of uh, of Ireland and uh, and the weather, the cold, wet, windy, bone chilling weather. No, I'm only kidding. But <laughs> but uh, no, I <laughs> no, but uh, it was just uh, uh, I always was, you know. Um, Touched, you know, by the uh, by the similarities in our culture, the American Indian culture and Irish culture, uh, which is the Celtic culture, you know, and it goes back, you know, uh, thousands of years, you know, and it's just, um, I guess, uh, the language, the culture, like like I said, and the storytelling, and and their ways were very similar, you know, and it, it was just a beauty. And where uh, do you live now, Jimmy Strongheart? Well, I'm living up in in uh, Donegal Town. In, in Ireland. Uh, you know, County Donegal. In Ireland, yes, I am, yeah. And this is exactly the reason I invited Jimmy Strongheart on a travel show. I mean, we all imagine ourselves living in other places at times, but, you know, to sort of pick up and go is a big deal. It's a very big deal. And when I heard Jimmy Strongheart's story, we have a mutual friend in Ireland, I had to have him on because this is a guy who decided this is where he wanted to live. For some reason, you would always fant well, fantasize is the wrong word, imagined a country like this. Was it easy was it easy for you after going to this fair in Milwaukee, seeing this, the pictures of Ireland, and you went, "That's the place." Was it easy to get from here to there in the long run? Well, uh, like I said, I came to Ireland on a holiday, you know, back in 2003, you know, and I didn't know a soul or uh, anybody here, but uh, I just uh, felt that was a thing to do. You know, you ever get that uh, feeling in your heart? You know, uh, uh, this is what you should be doing or, or do, you know. And so that's what I did. I got on a plane and landed in Shannon, and, and, and I was in Ireland, you know. And like I said, uh, I just want to uh, uh, tell you that, you know, the, the, there's such a correlation between, you know, the Indian culture and the Irish culture, which is very, very, you know, powerful, you know. And I just want to uh, say something quick about uh like the famine, you know, uh, one-third of Ireland's uh, population, you know, died from the famine. But, you know, the uh, Choctaw Indians sent money over to the Irish people, you know, really? to help them during the famine, which I thought was uh, so beautiful. And that's what the connection is. There's a bond, you know, between our cultures, you know. And did and, the Irish you know, get that really when you tell them that story? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The Irish knew about that. As a matter of fact, here in Donegal Town, we do a, uh, a famine walk to, to uh, commemorate, you know, the, uh, the Irish that died during the famine, you know, and our connection with, you know, the, uh, 
with the Irish people, and it's it's, it's beautiful. It's fantastic, you know. All right. It's now, just, John, John, yeah, uh, Johnny, Jimmy, when you went on that first trip uh, and landed at Shannon, you weren't intending to stay. You were going to check it out, right? Was it everything you imagined? Exactly. And how did you wind up getting the right to live there? Well, it, well, uh, it was everything I, I imagined to a certain degree, you know. Except, for, you know, there's some uh, some things like, like the immersion tank where, you know, uh, we don't have hot and hot and cold. Well, well, hot running water have to turn on the tank. There's a couple of things, but the thing is that, uh, yeah, I uh, met my wife here, and uh, I, like I said, I was uh, in the the west of Ireland for a while and and on holiday, and then went over to Dublin. And that's where, where where I met my wife. You met her in a and, drumming and, circle. What is a drumming circle? Well, the drumming circle is, um, uh, you know, basically where, you know, you get around and you, uh, drumming, you know, is like a very powerful uh, way of connecting with the mother, you know, with Mother Earth, you know. And it's just, it's just appraising, you know, and just uh, connecting with, uh, you know, the Earth, like I said, you know. And it's, it, it's a way of... Uh, Releasing, you know, uh, I guess uh, parts of your, your your heart and stuff like that, you know, to um, you know, like I said, to the uh, the elements and so on and so forth, you know. And did you find that resonated with your understanding of the uh, Native American culture as well? Yes, very close, very close. Yeah, because drumming is a, a very powerful part of our culture, you know, the, of the Indian people. You know, it's very powerful. Now, I gather you were sent back to the U.S. at least once before you could get legal residency there. Yes, I was. Well, you know, I mean, uh, I was here for about, uh, I would say about 90 days or whatever you want to call it. You know, uh, you're only allowed to stay a certain amount of time. And then I went back to the States, and uh, and then uh, my wife came over, right? And we got married in Cutbank, Montana in 2007. So that's, you know, how I got my residency here in Ireland, which is called the Stamp 4, you know. So then we both came back to Ireland together, uh, my wife Valerie, and uh, this is where, I, you know, I settled. But I still uh, miss America, you know. America is a, a very beautiful and powerful country, you know. I mean, it's, it's just, you know. But uh, now uh, this is where I am right now. I'm living in Donegal Town, as a matter of fact, you know, and uh, my friend Keith, uh, we've uh, connected, and you know we're doing, uh, you know, uh, starting like a uh, horticultural type. Uh, uh, how should I say, gardening uh, uh, to help people out up here, you know? And plus, you know, he does his hikes and so on and so forth, you know. So is that what you do for a living? Yes, exactly. Yeah, I'm. You know, I really enjoy. You know. Uh, the planting and just watching things grow and just just a connection with the earth, you know, I think it's uh, fantastic. And, and that's what I am. I'm basically a horticulturist. <laughs> and you think you made the right decision, a very brave decision, by the way. Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely, because everyone in, the, you know, my family and stuff, you know, uh, in Jersey was saying, oh, you're crazy, will you? You know, they're still fighting over there. And, and, and I tried to explain to them that it's, they're not fighting in the Republic of Ireland, you know, and plus, plus the troubles have uh, really, you know, uh, uh, you know, subsided, you know, during the peace process course, and so right. on and so forth. But, yeah. <laughs> but, but it's, you know, but that's what, you know, they were like really, you know, trying to discourage me. But uh, no, I just stuck to my guns, packed my bags and, and went, you know. 
Jimmy Strongheart is yeah. a Vietnam vet. He's an American native, and he always imagined living somewhere sort of with emerald green and mist, and he found it when he went to a Milwaukee Irish festival, an Irish fair, and he yeah. hightailed it over there and wound up living there. Do you look back <laughs> on that, Jimmy Strongheart, and say, you know, that took a lot of guts? Yes, it did. You know, it's just a complete... I'd say like a 180 degree turn or, or 360 or whatever, you know, it's just, uh, yeah, it did, you know, I mean, like I said, I didn't know a soul here, but I just knew in my heart, like I said before that, you know, this is where, um, uh, for the time being, you know, uh, I'm going to be living. How old are you now? 61. So you went over when you were in your fifties, first time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Early fifties. Yep. Yep. Wow. I, I just, well, I, I, you know, I, we all meet people and I think we've all had feelings, you know, maybe I should just go do that. And you actually did it. It's, it's really interesting that you, that you, that you link the Irish culture with, with many aspects of the American uh, native culture. And I, I yeah, wish you yeah, best and, so. and, and you and your well, wife, and you, I hope really. you just continue enjoying the life you so sort of bravely took on. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Nice talking and, to you. Uh, nice talking to you, too. And you take care of my brother. Thank you. Jimmy Strongheart lives in Donegal Town on the west coast of Ireland. Uh, avid listeners of the show know we did a couple uh, couple shows from Western Ireland a few months ago. It's a beautiful, wild, rugged part of, the, of Ireland. It's on the other side of Ireland from... Um, uh, Dublin, the more the best known town there. Anyway, great talking to him. Great seeing a guy follow his dream. Stick around. We'll be right back right after these messages. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Hey, I'm happy to bring you the first in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. It's one of thousands of true travel tales they receive each year. Here it is. Nancy was looking forward to the perfect Caribbean cruise wedding. Miami in the morning, dinner with friends on board, dancing the night away, and a little wedding night hanky-panky to top things off. What she got was very different. For the rest of the story and a chance to win a new Kindle, visit TravelGuard.com stories. TravelGuard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance. And now Geico presents 30 Seconds with Maxwell the Pig. Uh, hey, everyone. I'm Maxwell, and um, my life is kind of awesome because whenever Geico wants to talk about their new mobile app, they're like, um, hey, Maxwell, you feel like coming to the studio and, and talking about how the app lets you manage your policy, you know, and get roadside help and even customize it with your favorite Geico character? And I'm like, maybe. Are there going to be snacks? <laughs> Everything you love about Geico, now mobile. Download the new Geico app today. participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. This segment of the show is brought to you by our friends at TravelGuard, a chartist company and a worldwide leader in travel insurance. TravelGuard provides products and services to millions of travelers around the globe, helping leisure and business travelers alike solve problems and manage risks. Now, right now, if you visit TravelGuard.com forward slash stories, you can read the first story in a series of true travel tales and maybe win a new Kindle. 
Every year, Travel Guard receives thousands of stories from travelers about their experiences. This one's about a Caribbean cruise wedding that starts out one way but has a very different ending. For the rest of the story and a chance to win a Kindle, go to TravelGuard.com forward slash stories. You know, one of the best ways to see a new place, especially a city, is by walking around or by jogging. And my next guest prefers to jog, but he's not your average runner. First of all, he runs barefoot through cities, along stone paths, through snow and ice, always barefoot. But there's a backstory here. Six years ago, Michael Sandler nearly lost his life when he was skating down a bicycle path, and a father teaching his baby how to walk stepped in front of him. Michael backed up, avoided hitting the baby, but shattered his femur, hip, and arm. He later learned he'd almost died because shards of the femur were less than a centimeter away from his femoral artery. His leg was saved. He now lives with a titanium femur and hip, and one leg is about an inch shorter than the other. Today he runs, listen to this, today he runs 10 to 20 miles a day barefoot, and travels the world teaching other people how to do the same. He's the author of a book called Barefoot Running, How to Run Light and Free by Getting in Touch with the Earth. And he credits his program with connecting him intimately, intimately to a place and allowing him to learn about new destinations quickly. Michael, welcome to the show. Let's start with that accident. I'm presuming you underwent surgery just to learn how to walk again. Uh, yes, afterwards, um, it was a long process back, learning how to walk again. Um, I actually took my crutches and started heading out onto the trails trying to find my balance and, and uh, get out into nature, uh, which is what I feel helps heal me the most. Did you or your doctors ever think you'd jog again? Uh, no, I was told I'd, uh, I'd never jog again. Um, I had some of the experts in the industry tell me uh, it was impossible, and uh, I told them respectfully, I disagree. I'll, I'll find a way. And how did you hit upon running without, without shoes? I had basically come to wit and where uh, I was going from overuse injury to overuse injury in shoes and orthotics and insoles, trying to find a way to get my balance and to, to strike the ground lightly. What I said is what I really need is a dynamic supercomputer on the fly, something that can change the way my feet meet the ground at a moment's notice. And that's when the idea of barefoot running, I stumbled across that, and about using your nerve endings on the bottom of the feet to help you find the lightest way to stride. So basically your body was that supercomputer you were looking for. It, it was, and it did it without me having to think about it. But again, how did, I mean, what was the first moment where you said, I think I'll try this barefoot? <laughs> well, I thought I was nuts. Um, I was Mr. Plantar Fasciitis or Mr. Flatfoot. I didn't get out of bed barefoot. I wore the hard plastic custom orthotics and my motion control Nikes just to go across the living room floor. But in this process I was coming to, I was shaving orthotics down closer and closer to the ground. I was training some elite-level athletes who were all running in racing flats, nothing more than a lace-up moccasin. They were telling me to get closer to the ground, get flatter, get flatter. And it occurred to me this may be the only way. And for one thing, if I go barefoot, I'm going to have to find a way to strengthen my feet. So being scared and concerned and a professional coach, I started with only 100 yards. And that's what did it for me. By going a really short distance and resting and icing for a couple of days, the feet began to adapt. And now it's 10 to 20 miles a day. Yeah, and, and on all surfaces, too. Um, uh, it's not just running across golf courses, uh, something I've actually never done for that matter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> too easy. Yeah, yeah, it's strange. Um, I'd, I'd, you know, run on roads or, you know, um, been in, uh, what is it, uh, Portsmouth, Rhode Island, uh, among other places, and run down the cobblestone roads or run uh, ancient ah. brick paths and, and all sorts of amazing surfaces. I'm, I'm out in Maui right now where they have what's called ah-ah lava, which I assume the settlers who first came here were going ah-ah, and they're going barefoot right. across the lava. But it feels great underfoot, so I'll hop over uh, any surface. 
Well, there's a video of you on YouTube running through snow and ice and, and up, you know, paths through woods with stones, et cetera. Um, how, how would someone find that on YouTube very quickly? By putting in your name? Um, I type in a run bear, which is R-U-N-B-A-R-E, like run barefoot, and uh, then type in uh, Michael Sandler. Uh, probably be the fastest and easiest way because we have our Run Bear uh, video page there. Or you could type in Barefoot Running in the Snow and Michael Sandler. That would also get you there. We have another minute with Michael. All right, well, this is a travel show, Michael. Um, yeah. As I mentioned in the introduction, is that a fair appraisal that, uh, or a fair representation of why you like to run partly uh, in cities and so on, is to find out, to get in touch with a place more intimately? Oh, yeah. When you feel the ground, you get connected, as you're saying, intimately. You get to know the place very well, and as strange as it sounds, you get to know it energetically, too. There are thousands or millions of footprints going along the path that you're on. When you feel the ground, you're plugging into that. You can feel something special there, and it kind of guides you around. It becomes this, this fun journey where you're running along. Where do my feet? Whoa, my feet took a right. <laughs> well, and, and, if, and, and I think the moral of your story is if you can do it, any of us can do it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, we're talking to somebody who, uh, at the young age of 36, uh, started getting invites to the AARP because of my titanium femur and hip. And uh, uh, I am just uh, blessed and amazed at how well it works when you feel the ground. Michael, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. You can learn more about Michael Sandler by going to www.barefootrunningbook.com. Barefootrunningbook.com. All right, is that the right one, Michael? Uh, they can go there or runbear.com. And our Facebook page is a lot of fun. That's Facebook backslash runbear, R-U-N-B-A-R-E. Thanks, Michael. We'll be right back in just a moment. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at rudymaxa.com. Hey, I'm happy to bring you the first in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. It's one of thousands of true travel tales they receive each year. Here it is. Nancy was looking forward to the perfect Caribbean cruise wedding. Miami in the morning, dinner with friends on board, dancing the night away, and a little wedding night hanky-panky to top things off. What she got was very different. For the rest of the story and a chance to win a new Kindle, visit TravelGuard.com stories. Travel Guard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance. Quietus contains homeopathic ingredients traditionally used to provide relief. Can you hear that sound? That ringing, that hissing. I can't get to sleep with it. I can't concentrate. I hear it constantly. Everywhere I go, it doesn't go away. It drives me nuts. It's tinnitus. A constant ringing in your ear caused by loud machines. Loud music. Ah, finally. Quietus. I love Quietus. I, I couldn't believe it. No more ringing in the ears. No more hissing sound. Quiet relief so I can work. No more ringing. No more loud fans. And I sleep like a baby. If you're suffering from tinnitus, I urge you to try Quietus. After trying Quietus, the ringing stopped, and I felt like I got my life back. Quietus is real, my friend. Quietus has changed my life. Call right now for your risk-free trial of Quietus at 1-800-713-3379. That's 1-800-713-3379. Stop the ringing now. 1-800-713-3379. That's 1-800-713-3379. You see and hear ad after ad about owning gold, but they raise more questions than they answer. 
That's why American Bullion has created a comprehensive free gold guide packed with unbiased information about gold as an investment. Get the facts before you buy. Call American Bullion now for your free copy of the gold guide at 800-716-6878. That's 800-716-6878. Are you tired of stressing out about the economy and ready to take control of your retirement funds? American Bullion has a precise, tax-free, and hassle-free system to convert your existing IRA or former 401k into a gold IRA. That's why they're the leader in gold IRA rollovers. It's all spelled out in the free American Bullion Gold Guide that answers all of your questions in plain and simple English. Call for your free copy today at 800-716-6878. 800-716-6878. American Bullion. 800-716-6878. My wife's monthly trip to the beauty salon was really adding up. I mean, between dyeing her roots and trimming the dead ends, we were going dead broke. So to save some money, I'm cutting it for her. While she sleeps. Shh, shh, no, 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 don't wake up yet. Go to sleep, go to sleep. You're almost gorgeous. Oh, she is going to love this. There's an easier way to save. Get online. Go to Geico.com. Get a quote. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025 or visit the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. 43 after the hour here in Rudy Maxa's World. Yeah, I hope you join us every weekend. We're on, uh, we're on your favorite station, and we're on XM Radio, channel 165, from 10 to noon Eastern, every Saturday morning. Nice to have you here. Um, we talked to Jason Harris uh, very briefly at the top of the hour during the news segment about the new iPad and its uh, usefulness to travelers. But he is, are you actually down in Austin right now, Jason? I am. I'm in drizzly cold Austin, Texas. No, no. He's down for the South by Southwest Festival, which is sort of a mashup of technology and music and film. And that's about as articulate as I can be about it, Jason, because I've never attended. Give me an overview of what's going on there and why you're there. Yeah, there's actually three facets to South by Southwest. There's, it's called South by Southwest Interactive, which is a conference about, oh, it's everywhere, everything from social media to marketing to technology to mobile phones. It's kind of just a mastery of, of geekery. Um, the second portion is South by Southwest Music, which um, well-known uh, well-known musicians come, but also pretty much every independent from from uh, around the world comes to to take part of it. And then the third part is South by Southwest Film, which is what it sounds like at the film festival. And and is this a mob scene or is it manageable? Can can the can a, the general you know first-time visitor figure things out and and have a good time? Yes, they can definitely have a good time. I, I'm here for interactive, and I've been here for this is my third one. It overtakes pretty much all of downtown Austin, and if you've been here in downtown Austin, it's great. There's lots of places to eat, sure. uh, lots of music happening, and so it's it's a great location for it. And yes, it is very manageable. Um, they have a they have a very nice uh, schedule, and it's spread at hotels all all throughout downtown. And then also there are lots of parties and and meetups and you know happy hour events happening. Also, it, it can be a little overwhelming, so it's a good idea to build a schedule and just kind of figure out who you want to meet and who you want to be around. South by Southwest is more, you know, where CES is all about 
you know, showing you the latest product and it's very flashy and it's very marketing. Um, South by Southwest is a little different. It's more about meeting people and making connections and exchanging ideas. It's, it's more of an intellectual conference, really. And is this your first time? No, this is my third time. Uh, I've gone, and what's funny is I, I always call it nerd spring break because I, I live in Portland, which, as you know, is really rainy. And I like to come down here and wear my shorts in the 80 degrees. And so to have it, have it be so cold and grizzly, it actually, yesterday I got here, and it actually put a damper on the spirit. People like to party hop quite a bit. They go from meeting, meet up to meet up to meet up. And yesterday people just kind of hunkered down where they were and, and, and more, engaged more in conversation than, than kind of going to the, doing the party hopping thing. Uh, Jason referred to CES, which uh, if, is the huge, huge trade show in Las Vegas called the Consumer Electronics Show, where uh, it happens, I believe, in January, and electronic manufacturers and, and related industries show off all their latest stuff for the coming year. You say this is much more sort of accessible to the general public. It's not really for just for techies. Yeah, it's true, especially if you do the music or the film festival. Music is really all about it, absorbing all the cool music that's happening. What's really nice, NPR music actually puts out every every song that's played at, at, at South by Southwest Music, they actually put out the tracks for free on, online. So you can also, and you can catch up with, you know, and these are these are musicians that are that are not signed yet. They come here, they play, a lot of them get discovered and then and, and get signed. The film festival also is, is a, it's a great, it's a great film festival, but the two biggest facets of the South by Southwest are the interactive in the music portion. How long does this last? Uh, it started yesterday on the 9th, and I think it goes through the 16th. So it's a really big deal to Austin. It means millions and millions of dollars to you know the hotels, taxis. It was kind of funny yesterday. I heard that there was a taxi line 5,000 people long at the airport. The uh, right. taxis were lined up for miles trying to get to and pick up people from the airport to bring it out here. They don't have many taxis here. Yikes. So it's a week long. Uh, it's a week long. Um, is it would you suggest someone who doesn't know anything, doesn't have a ticket, come now or plan for next year? I would plan for next year. If you're in the Austin area you know, and you can drive here, it's definitely fun to come down. And you can do a lot, even if you don't have a badge yet. Um, you can actually just kind of hang around downtown Austin and meet lots of people and, and still have a good time. But in terms of coming, if you're going to come to the conference, I, I would plan for next year. Um, I, you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't come down. I wouldn't fly in right now. But if you're in the Austin area, it's definitely. If, uh, if, you, if I know a few people that are coming down from, say, Dallas, that's All right, here's, just to just to meet people. And here's the website where you can find more information. S X W. Excuse me. Now you got to follow me. S is in Sam. X is in X-ray. S is in Sam W. That's supposed to be southbysouthwest.com. So it's S's and Sam, X's and X-ray, S's and Sam, W.com. And, of course, to keep up on all the latest stuff, and if you can't be there in Austin, read Jason Harris's blog. It is TechCraver, C-R-A-V-E-R is how you spell Craver, TechCraver.com. Jason, have a great time. Hope the weather improves for you. Yes, thank you so much. I appreciate it. We'll be right back. Got a couple of deals of the week and uh, a couple of little tidbits for you. Don't go away. You're in Rudy Max's world. Nice to have you in the house. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Max, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Join Rudy Maxa. Call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. 
We just talked to Jason Harris at the South by Southwest Festival uh, in real time. It was Saturday morning. If uh, the show has been time delayed, you'll know that. And he was saying it was wet and soggy and cold. Poor guy. He's not the. It's not the only place it's supposed to be nice and isn't. Uh, soggy and, and in some cases hail and thunderstorms have been commonplace in Hawaii for the past week. A lot of people having soggy vacations. There was a 30-minute hailstorm Friday over the windward side of Oahu. Um, sort of unprecedented for Hawaii, said the senior meteorologist for the National Weather Service in Honolulu. Not only is it highly unusual for hail to fall over Hawaii, but some stones measured as large as three inches, which are record-breaking. Three inches, that could, not just record-breaking, it could be window-breaking. So if you're in Hawaii and not exactly having the picture postcard vacation of your life, uh, we feel sorry for you. We feel sorry for you. Listen, if you're if you're headed to France on vacation this summer and plan to rent a car, listen up very closely. Starting July 1st, July 1st, if you want to drive a car in France, you're going to need to carry two breathalyzers in the car with you to test the alcohol level of your blood if you've been drinking. French rental companies are going to provide you those devices if you're renting a car in France. But if you rent a car in another country, drive into France, and you're stopped and found not to have two breathalyzers in your car, you're going to be fined $17. They say you're going to be able to buy the devices at entry points into France, probably at gas stations along the uh, auto payage, the payage or autostrada payage, as they call it in France. Now, why do you need two breathalyzers? Well, one is for you to use yourself before you start driving. The second one is to use for use by the police if you're stopped. <laughs> you got provide your own breathalyzer for the police. Uh, by the way, the legal limit for drinking in France is 0.5, which is lower than most places in the U.S. where it's 0.8. I'm indebted to Bob Bester's excellent newsletter called Gemutlichkeit. It specializes in travel information on Europe uh, for this information. I had no idea this was coming in France. And Delta Airlines has the lead among U.S. carriers in offering Wi-Fi. It's available on almost all of Delta's flights. It's about it's now it's offering passengers the ability to download TV shows and movies to laptops to laptops on board without having to pay that $12 or more fee for Wi-Fi. This is something American Airlines has allowed passengers on its transcontinental flights between New York, San Francisco, and L.A. since August. But Delta rolled out its service in November, and it's now available on many other flights. Delta says that eventually the service will be configured to allow TV shows and movies to be downloaded to smartphones and tablets like the new iPad as well. TV shows start at $0.99, cents, movies at $3.99, and you'll be able to play the content for at least 24 hours after the end of the flight. So no more movies stopping in the middle because the plane's descending for a landing. This is interesting because if you only subscribe to Wi-Fi, if you don't want to subscribe to the Wi-Fi link on the airline to do work across country or wherever you're traveling from, you, only, you just want to watch a couple TV shows, it'll cost you a lot less than signing up for the Wi-Fi deal. Of course, you can also download similar media from iTunes or elsewhere on your laptop or other portable electronic devices before a flight. But this is just another portal. It's also another way for Delta earn incremental income. Uh, the the head of the uh, World Cup games wants to make sure coming up in Brazil, well, the head of all World Cup games wants to make sure you can drink beer in the stands and hard liquor in VIP boxes. But this guy is never going to make it as a diplomat. This week, the head of FIFA, the International uh, Football Association, told Brazil, which is hosting the World Cup in 2014 and has banned booze at big soccer matches for nine years now, he told them, quote, alcoholic drinks are part of the FIFA World Cup, so we're going to have them. Excuse me if I sound a bit arrogant, but that's something we won't negotiate. You have to push yourself, get a kick in the backside, and just deliver 
over this World Cup, unquote. Well, that verbal spanking did not go down well in Brazil, where, like Russia and Dubai, which host future World Cups, alcohol is banned from soccer stadiums. In Brazil and Russia, it's about trying to prevent fan violence. In Dubai, of course, it's a religious issue. Uh, FIFA has a long-term contract with Anheuser-Busch InBev, the makers of Budweiser, to be the official beer of World Cup games. So they're not happy about this. Uh, the leadership and much of the investment in the company actually comes from Brazil, so the country's walking a tightrope on this one. A bill to at least allow beer in plastic cups was supposed to be voted on this week by the Brazilian Congress. That vote has been postponed until next week. So big battle. If you're going down to Brazil for the World Cup, you may be able to get a beer in a plastic cup, but it won't be much more than that, and not even that, depending on how the folks visit. Hey, listen, uh, oh, somebody just just liked my Facebook page. I was going to say, I need 13 more people to like my Facebook page to reach 1,500. Surely we can do that this weekend. I'm at 1488. Go to Facebook.com and type in Rudy Maxa-TV show. And uh, there you'll see some links to some of the folks we talked to today. I post a couple of deals, uh, some other stuff I find that's fun over the week. So feel free to go there. And uh, please like the page. Look, give me up to 1,500. It's just a nice round number. A uh, couple of real fast deals. Marriott's got a spring rate special, 20% off all stays of four nights or more, or 15% off stays of three nights at 20 participating, excuse me, how many of them? Yeah, 20 participating JW Marriott's, Renaissance's, and Marriott Resorts. You reserve by May. But you can stay through June 30th. The promotional code is D3Q if you're calling Marriott. Included are spring break destinations such as Orlando, Miami, Palm Beach, Scottsdale, Phoenix, Southern California, Vegas, and others. So if you're going on spring break or later, all the way up to June 30th, get 20% off if you stay four nights or more at selected Marriott's. Now, if you want to have your wedding at a Marriott, 42 of them will give you 150,000 Marriott points. That's enough for a six-night stay. If you're holding weddings at resorts and hotels in the Caribbean, Mexico, Costa Rica, Florida, Hawaii, Arizona, and California. You got to qualify, your catering budget must be at least $25,000 for Friday to Saturday evenings, or only half that, $12,000 for Sunday to Thursday weddings. That's not bad. You got a book by December 1st and hold your marriage, hold your wedding before the end of 2013. Website is marriott.com forward slash vow to get away. I got to get away. I hear the music. We got to go. We'll see you here next weekend in Rudy Max's World. Thank you to Jeff Ryder, my crack engineer, and couldn't do it without my executive producer, Anna Schofield. We'll put it all together for you again next week. Have a lovely weekend. If you're traveling, stay safe. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World. And as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.